0: Hey, welcome to today's podcast. Woo! Healing is a funny, funny bird. (laughs) And as always, I always say like, I didn't see this one coming. But if you really look back on all of your triggers, oh, it was on its way. (laughs) For sure. Those shadows though, they're tricky. They are something else. And this one question... Helped me get to the bottom of this issue. And I hope it will help you too, friend. I consider myself to be conscious. I mean, at least more than the trauma zombie I used to be. (laughs) But that's the thing. If you've had trauma, I guarantee you, there is somewhere in your life that you are trying to control. Schedules, situations, partner, kids. And you may not even realize you're doing it because our shadows don't wanna be found out. (laughs) And why is that? Because we don't wanna know our shadows. (laughs) It's like the gross part of us. And what will happen is, your mind will convince you that it's care. You'll come up with all sorts of logical good reasons why something has to be done a certain way, right? Think about it. I know there is something that would just drive you nuts to not see it be done In some way that you have in your head, right? And I know, like, I pick apart my own psyche in such a way that, like, I don't even know how the hell I get some of this stuff. (laughs) But here we are, friend. So I have been homeschooling my kid for a little while now. And I started noticing that I was getting more and more triggered when it came to my kid's schoolwork. Oh my god! Do you remember those those like videos when the pandemic started of like parents absolutely losing their shit with like like whenever their kid would not get like how many apples you have left when you start with ten apples and take away two, <laughs> like complete meltdown, right? Like with their like six year old. Oh my god, it's so true, and and that's the thing though. Like we'll write it off as like being like a normal kid parent thing, right? There's always, there's always more to it if you have that kind of reaction. So with my kid schooling, each day he has a couple of classes with a live class through Zoom, which he loves. And we do a couple of classes on our own. My kid is super high energy and gets bored really easily. And he does great on the material. He just has different needs when it comes to moving around, sitting still, paying attention, things like that. A lot of kids are in this boat too, I know. So when my kid was in regular school and I was just helping him with homework or little projects, I felt a little discomfort at times, but I wasn't involved enough to get to the full trigger. I pass it off as just another normal parent-kid annoyance. We might pass it off as a, a marriage annoyance, a relationship annoyance, right? Normal stuff. It depends. It depends on how big your reaction is. See, because with healing, it starts off as a soft background noise. And then it will grow to a full marching band (laughs) until you just can't ignore the shit anymore, right? Yeah, I didn't want to see it because I do work on myself and I do try to do differently with my kid. But when you start to make like really good headway with your healing, you will start embracing brutal honesty with yourself. I was getting bent out of shape. That's the truth. Like anxious and nervous. And it came out as annoyance and anger. Like I was cool with doing school differently. Obviously, that's why I took him out. But when he didn't do school like I did... In the sense of sitting and paying attention, at least during lessons, I realized something, something else was going on. I was trying to control the situation. I was trying to control him. And why do any of us feel the need to control anything? Fear. For some of us, it's control over how our partner or kids or family does things. There is something... That we've been taught to fear happening if that thing doesn't happen the way we think it should. Somebody made it not, not okay. So I had done enough healing to know that there was more to this. The reaction I was having was too much, too heavy. There's got to be a connection to a younger me. But what? <laughs> so I sit down to meditation and I ask younger me. What are you afraid is going to happen? She blurts back in a panic. We're going to get in trouble. We're going to get punished. Holy shit. There it is. I started seeing images of when she was nauseous because she realized she got one test question wrong. Her thinking she did good on her report card. All A's. One A minus. Pretty good, Yes. Um, eh, nope, not in this dojo. <laughs> she got hit for that. An A minus. I felt all the fear. And every time she saw my son veer off track or not do his schoolwork just right, she was panicking. I was panicking. And as much as I tried to temper it down with healing techniques, deep breaths, resetting my, my nervous system with the vagus nerve, giving myself timeouts. Um, yeah, I give myself timeouts, not my kid. <laughs> Sometimes I need to pull myself away and recenter. Um, but it was always getting reactivated and it felt like anger and came out as control. And I would lose my shit when it didn't go the way that I wanted it to. She thought a severe punishment was coming every time he did something that she got hit for. My inner child was freaking the fuck out. Jesus, right? I felt so sad for projecting that onto my son. And I felt so sad for her. I told her how sorry I was that she was a nervous wreck every day. Besides the other fun trauma she was already dealing with. I allowed her to cry. And release all the anxiety and fear and physical pain that she's been holding on to for so long. I told her how sorry I was that her caregivers projected that onto her. Like I would have kept doing if I did not catch that shit. Right? And... She, there was no one, there was no one there to help her take a breath. And I I was so sorry that they made it unsafe for her to make a mistake, to not be perfect. But I had her now. And now we know that that shit is not true. We don't have to put pressure on anyone else anymore because we don't have to do that pressure to ourselves. We choose what we want to do now and how we want to do it. And maybe there was, like, a part of me that, like, even though I am awake to a lot of the programming, I I think I had fears of him getting in trouble from, like, his online teachers or getting called out in front of everyone, like, you know what I mean? To me, as long as he's learning, who cares how it's done? I had to let my inner child know that we don't have to do the craziness that was done to us. No one is allowed to hurt or punish us anymore. And that's why it's so important to do shadow work. It changed my now thinking on how to view this for my kid. And that influenced my next action steps. Oh, an important side note here. The other crazy thing about shadows is we can heal and integrate them. Yes. But they're not just gone. (laughs) I wish, believe me, I would have sent a lot of people packing. <laughs> but it's it's a part of you just like any other part. It's learning how to work with your shadows. So it may still bother you when you notice the action again. But once you realize where the root is, you can hold space for that feeling and give that version of you compassion and you will be less and less reactive over time. And that is a huge difference. So what did I do about my kid? Well, once you don't feel afraid of what might happen, your mind opens up to new ideas. You feel more brave and that brings more magic. A few things that I did. I decided that I would call his teacher's and let them know that we would be making adjustments as needed. Screw it. <laughs> if we need to take more breaks, we're going to do so. If, if we got going to turn our, our cameras off, if he was needing to do a lot of movement and possibly doing some class on our own, um, if they found it to be do- too distracting or disruptive, we totally get that there's other people involved. We can't control what everybody else does. We can only control what we do. Um, I could be more conscious and strong enough to support and be my kid's advocate more than the driving force of fear of what others might think or do, which always screws us up. God, fear is such a bitch, isn't it? I saw that he likes to build blanket forts. I mean, who doesn't? (laughs) So we built a really good one and he put his computer under there. And guess what? That's where he did class. (laughs) I don't care. And he did great. I had to do the work to see that the how is not a threat anymore. Unless I allow it to be. It only matters to me that he learns. That's it. And he goes, mom, I did all my work. No problem. And I was like, I was just so happy for him. And I was like, oh, I know. Because you got to do it in a way that felt right for you. My inner child and now me smiled so big at him that we found a way for him to be himself and still do what we needed to do. It's awesome, right? So take a look at areas that you need things to be done a certain way. Where your body freaks out if that thing is not done that way. And sit down and ask younger you, what are you afraid is going to happen? And see what comes up and help them through it with the strong, loving, present you. Oh, I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. Sending you all so much love and I'll see you on the next one, friend. Take care.